Welcome to the Morning Sports on the Go. The Morning Sports on the Go is pleased to bring you the post-match coverage at the end of the second cricket test match that was played between Sri Lanka and India, the pink ball test match in Bengaluru yesterday. This following report is brought to you courtesy The Exterminators, a brand you can trust. Sri Lanka lose pink ball test handsomely. India pummeled the daylights out of the Sri Lankans when they repeated their second successive test cricket hammering inside three days to win by a romping margin of 238 runs in the second test played at the M. Chinnaswamy Cricket Stadium in Bengaluru yesterday. India also secured the series 2-0 and with it earned itself valuable ICC Test Championship points. The brand of cricket displayed by the Sri Lankan since of late has been so despicable that even its fans have started viewing its losses in a different way of light just to gain some consolation. Sri Lanka lose handsomely, read one post on Facebook. We have improved. Last time we lost by an innings and 228 runs. This time it's not by an innings but by only 238 runs, chuckled another reader. Thank God we lost inside three days and not two posted another saddened fan. Sri Lanka's keeper Dimut Karnaratna stroked a century in the second inning, scoring 107 out of his team's total of 208 all out. If not for the skipper's lone vigil, the visitors would have been humiliated even further as they were blown away by a far more superior side that was no match for them. Resuming from their overnight score of 28 for 1, skipper Karuna Ratna and Kusal Mendis took the score to 97 before Mendis was out, stumped by Rishabh Pant of Ashwin for 54, made of 60 deliveries. Mendis's scoring of a rapid 50 only meant that he had carved out a half century for himself. However, his knock also proved that he lacked the temperament to play a longer innings, which is what Test cricket is all about. From being 97 for 1, the visitors soon found themselves at 104 for 4 when skipper Angelo Matthews and Dananjay De Silva were soon back in the hut. Matthews scored 1 and was out LBW to Jadija, whilst De Silva scored 4 and was snapped up brilliantly by Hanuma Vihari at short leg off Ashwin. Wicketkeeper batter Nirochan Dickweller was sent up the order by one slot and he too scratched around doing no justice to himself nor the team and was eventually stumped off Jadija for 12. Charit Asalanka, who came in next proved that he has a long, long way to go to master the art of test cricket when he was wrapped on the gloves to be caught by Sharma at backward short leg of Aksa Patil for 5. Just like Angelo Matthews demonstrated glimpses of it in the first innings, skipper Dimut Karnaratna also demonstrated the art of matching his skill set to that of his mindset and trust in his defences as he played the ball on its merits to suit a test match environment. That is one key area that all the other batters lacked in this entire test series as they barely made it past 200 for the first time in only the second innings of this second test match. Just prior to Karuna Ratna's dismissal, the scoreboard read 204 for 6. However, after the skipper's dismissal, the visitors were soon bundled out for 208 as Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravichandran Ashwin wrapped up the tail and with it wrapped up the entire test series. The player of the match went to Shreya's ire, whilst the player of the series went to Rishabh Pant. 
the sri lankan cricketers have proved time again time and time again that they do have the skills to compete but what they did prove was that they don't have the ability to transform those skill sets to suit the type of match they are contesting their inability to survive barely three sessions of batting in each innings against a quality bowling attack such as india only proves that they do not have the temperament to compete at test level playing against a quality side test cricket is played over 5 days batsmen and bowlers hunt and compete in pairs they wear out their opponents as they constantly keep building up pressure in this series we saw sri lanka's bowlers deliver wicket taking balls but they leaked too many runs despite taking the wickets and were unable to build the pressure from both ends similarly the batters too failed to stick it out there and trust their defenders and wear out the bowlers their inabilities to trust their own defenders so many plain uncharacteristic shots at times premeditated and throwing away their wickets sri lanka plays with around 25 to 30 players that it keeps rotating to compete in all formats of the game They don't have the luxury of having quality players like India who can field at least two extremely competitive sides for all three formats of cricket. The domestic structure does not permit them to harness talent and be a breeding ground in bringing out quality cricketers for each format. Overall, this entire tour of India and the pummeling that Sri Lanka received from a far more professional cricket playing nation, be it test or white ball cricket, only proves that Sri Lanka's entire cricket its systems and everything that entails this sport is in a state of absolute disarray we hear the lankan skippers of both test and white ball cricket keep continuously saying at post match presentations quote there are lots of positives we take back from this loss in court if only these positives were bricks sri lanka cricket would have built the tallest skyscraper by now but what they build instead is the continuous hope they give its fans and supporters and simply destroy it with each ending series but what sri lanka cricket could do is perhaps go back to the drawing board and start back again from scratch review all its policies review all its systems and review all its structures rather than recruiting half baked professionals both foreign and local for huge sums of money in an attempt to fix its woes that's like changing your pillow to cure headache if it gets its administration right there will be issues pertaining to coaching if it gets its coaching right then there will be cockups in team selection if it gets its selection right then the players playing out there won't give their 100% support to the on-field skipper this is all in a current mess it is all in a tangled web of deceit sri lanka cricket at present do have enough of headaches for starters external businessmen who were past cricketing greats and who have been plonked in to provide their technical expertise has been the root cause and the mother of all headaches they need to be excused now and be made to leave before this plummets any further the sooner the minister of sports deals with this self-inflicted issue he has brought upon himself the better it would be for sri lanka cricket those who are elected democratically at the annual agm could do a better job if there is no interference The sports minister tried his best. Let's give him top marks for trying. However, it has proved to be an utter failure. Being a past cricketing great does not necessarily mean that the individual is a great administrator. Similarly, being a past cricketer does not necessarily mean the individual has the best communication skills to impart his knowledge and be an effective coach. Sri Lanka cricket's administration needs fixing. 
the domestic cricket instruction needs fixing the school's cricket instruction needs fixing but more importantly the sri lanka cricket constitu- constitution needs to be fixed soon too there is much to be said which i will narrate another day hopefully soon until then this is marlon del ferreira signing off for the morning sports on the go